Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Thursday, presented, of course, by BetMGM. We'll get to uh, more of Week 13 in the NFL coming up in a little bit. A lot of great games on, on Sunday and uh, you know across the NFL this weekend. So we'll get to that lightning bets in a little bit as well. We're going to be joined here in a minute by Jimmy Patsos, one of our favorite guests. We haven't talked to Jimmy in a while. NBA, college basketball, we're kind of in that swing of things now with a a lot going on. Let's bring him on here. Joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line, one of our favorite guests, his name is Jimmy Patsos. And, of course, the Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com for learn more. Jimmy, welcome back to the show. Hope you're doing well. And boy, do we have some good stuff to talk about, including tonight, Creighton, Texas, one of the biggest early season college basketball games. What's your thought on that? These two teams early on in the season. You know what? I love Chris Beard, what he's doing. You know, Creighton has one loss, but so good. I miss you guys. I miss Aaron. I miss my Joe Squid. And it's just great to be back. I was at Louisville again. I went there. It's the last year of the ACC Big Ten, which, while it's going to be sad, I just did a whole show with Gary Williams and Chris Knocky and these guys. We were talking about it. On the other hand, the upside is that when you get rid of the ACC Big Ten, which are forced matchups, and then the, it was it's a thing that's kind of come and gone. I think the ACC is going to do it with the SEC because the Big Hit Ten has 20 games. When you get rid of things like that, you allow for games like Creighton in Texas. You know, you allow for a different type of challenge, something new. Chris Beard's Texas team is excellent. They're 5-0, Marcus Carr. You know, he's done a really good job, Beard, of retaining guys, you know. These days in the transfer portal and NIL and all that, St. Mary's and Davidson are two teams I cover for under all their mid-major plus teams, but they had 90% of their roster return a year ago. That's why they went to the NCAA. Well, Beard got some guys to stay and then, of course, added some new pieces. What's going on with McDermott at Creighton has been a real, you know, they had some issues a couple of years ago with the Big East. They lost to Georgetown. Some, you know, it's just a difficult situation. He's really turned it around. He's got a great, fantastic fan base that supported them. They're six and one. I have a feeling Texas handles that. I just do. There's there's seven undefeated teams. You know, Houston, Texas, Virginia, Arizona. I think Purdue, UConn. Oh, Auburn, Bruce Pearl, of course, and then Indiana plays an undefeated team in Maryland. So, like the, we were talking about, the undefeated thing is one thing, but you know, from a betting angle, that's probably not going to last long. But Creighton, Texas is a great matchup, and I love to see teams like that that don't ordinarily play, especially when they're both in the top ten. Jimmy, another great matchup tomorrow night. Maryland hosting Illinois. That's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to that. And then Maryland making some noise. I'm curious if you would look to bet them in any uh, futures, whether it's you know conference winner or make the Final Four. What is uh, the Terps ceiling? You know, it's a really good question, Aaron. I think Kevin Willard's done a remarkable job. Remember Louisville and Maryland? I was just there. Louisville, one of the great programs. When they show their montage, it's just unbelievable who's played there. And I'm talking going back 50 years. A year ago, they were both in flux. They had interim coaches. They had going through all this stuff. And Maryland's come out, and Kevin Willard was the right hire. I'm not saying Kenny Payne is. He's just going to take a little time. Kevin Willard kept Hakeem Hart, Donta Scott, Julian Reese there. He added Young from Charlotte and, and Donald Carey from Georgetown. But he's kept the core of the team and made them better. 
I think Maryland wins tomorrow night at home. I think this is Willard's real opener, hoping, you know, you know, you play other teams, but this is like the fan base is excited. Scott Van Pelt and all these other people are rumored to be coming and Gary Williams and, mm-hmm. you know, are coming and it's going to be packed and it's a nine o'clock game. I'm interested to see how well his team plays. They are playing well defensively. Illinois is a very good team. You know, we know they've come up and down. They, they have some struggles in the NCAA tournament. I would take Maryland in the futures, but I think they're for real. But we're going to find out a lot. Mm. They go to Wisconsin. They host UCLA on the 14th. But tomorrow, Friday night, that's a game you want to play just because it's on. I like playing games that are on TV. That's how I roll. You want to play them. I think they're going to come out ready to go. I think they're going to come out and really play full-court man-to-man defense. They've been doing they got some scoring. But their bench, if I'm a futures guy, I'm going to give you this. Ian Martinez, Jabari Long at the, at the backup. Um, Patrick Emelion, a fifth-year transfer. They have like three really young freshmen in their bench, and Patrick Emelion's a fifth-year. They're all of a sudden deeper. They're, they're out there. Their Achilles heel was their bench, and I'm watching that thing develop up close and in person. I've watched them three times. I think Maryland's for real, and I think they win tomorrow night. Uh, what a great week with all these matchups. Another good one tomorrow. Uh, we get a rematch of the 2021 title game, Baylor-Gonzaga. What are you expecting? I like Gonzaga. Baylor just seems to be a little bit of struggling. Gonzaga's had a couple losses they wouldn't normally expect. Not losses, but, you know, five and two for them. He plays anybody. You talk about a guy that plays a great schedule. I just think Gonzaga, you know, Texas got one team in Texas beat him already this year, not another one. I think the Zags prevail over Baylor by a, a significant margin. Jimmy, uh, right now, right the number one team is, is Houston, and it's kind of by a margin when you look at the uh, the votes for number one. We know what they did in the tournament last year. We know how good they've been in the tournament the last couple of years. Are, are they, for you, the best team in college basketball right now? Yeah, Sasser's got they got old and Sasser. They got a great coach who can get them to play hard and Kelvin Sampson. Then they got this guy Jarris Walker who came from IMG. He's a Baltimore kid, actually, really York PA, but he's played in Baltimore for several years on the circuit. That means the AAU circuit. But he was at IMG. He's pro ready. He'll be out of there in a year. They just seem to have everything flowing in the right direction. As you know, it's one game in March that can upset you, but they're playing Virginia the game later this year. They're coming to Virginia to play, which is a you know, an upstart six and an undefeated number three, Virginia, who's got a veteran team. I don't know if they have any NBA players. Houston has two or three NBA players. Like a futures bet, like I love Chris Beard. He's my friend. I would not bet Texas. Arizona, I got to watch. Purdue, he's had trouble in the tournament. Baylor, I like them, but they've already had losses. You know, I got to watch Creighton. UConn plays hard. I'm not sure about the pros. Indiana, they have one really, really good guy, and he's a good Arkansas has a really young team. This Houston team is better than every team, as you said. Now, Virginia will, will be a big test for Houston, talent-wise, NBA scouting-wise, watching things like combine rankings and all what I'm, like other stuff I do in the world, Houston is for real, and he can really coach, and they're really, really good. Like, like Auburn 7-0 and came back against St. Louis. But they're, and I like, I like Auburn. They have a really interesting week. I like Auburn. Uh, Although, I like Colgate with getting all those points against Auburn. Colgate's going to sneak in. Auburn's looking at Memphis. Then they go to USC and Washington. Like, these are teams that are ahead of schedule. Some are behind. Some are surprised at North Carolina losing three in a row. We'll see how it shakes out. I think UCLA is a really another good bet. But I'm telling you right now, you're on, this Houston number one is real. I think they're going to remain there like all year one or two. The Virginia game will be a test. 
But if I had a futures bet who I would win the national title right now, the number might be a little, you know, the odds aren't great on them because of who they're, but I'd say Houston's going to prevail there. I just, Arizona's my sneaky little team. Tommy Lloyd's done a great job out there. And then I'm going to throw my Kansas Jayhawks in there. And then Arkansas with Musselman and that young talent with a couple old guys. That's like my final four right now. You're rocking with Houston and Mattress Mac. Oh, boy. I don't know if I can do it, Jimmy. Any other games tonight that you like that we haven't touched on? No, I mean, that's really, you know, I, like I said, I'm really focused on the weekend and stuff. And last night, South Carolina came in and George Washington handled them. I like, I like the smaller teams when they're at home. I really do. Um, but my little Colgate, my Colgate against Auburn tomorrow night's one that I just really have a feeling on. And I, I think UConn handles Oklahoma State. I really do. Um, I just have a feeling that's, that, that, that Oklahoma State, if I was going to give you a small one, I'm going to take Fairfield going into Manhattan and winning tonight. Fairfield's going to go to Manhattan and win tonight. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, let's uh, jump over to the NBA, and of course, uh, you're you're close to the Wizards organization. I want to talk about the Eastern Conference overall. There are some questions about the Celtics with with the change with the head coach right before the year started. Well, they've answered all of those questions out to an 18 and four start, winning their last uh, five games. Like, like it's not a big surprise right now. Boston won, Milwaukee two, and then the rest of the East is jumbled. How, how do you think the conference stacks up? That's a great question, and I'll tell you this. The Celtics, even though the Royals were in town, which was impressive to see, by the way, the fact that they went to that game, Kate and uh, William, was pretty impressive. The Celtics have, sure, have, you know, in college, this coaching matter, of course, because it's all tied to recruiting, and it's in how you run your program, and how you're efficient, and, and, and you, know, you know, college coaching is so much different. NBA, I know Joe Mazzulli's a Rhode Island kid that went to West Virginia. I really like him. He's a nice kid. Not a kid. He's a young man. But he was with him, and he just implanted everything he did. It's a player's league. Tatum's out of Tatum. I think Tatum realized he couldn't really go left, and he got exposed a little in the finals. And he really, you know, when, that, that, when does the dog hunt the hardest? When he's the hungriest. Well, the Celtics are hungry to get back to the finals. They liked what they tasted, and they want to go get a real chip. They want to get the, the full, we want the NBA Finals championship. They want banners hanging in Boston. There's a reason there's like 17 or 18 of them. Well, they're real. Giannis is just the best player in the league right now to me. Cleveland, I always knew would be good. Can they stay healthy? They made a great trade. You know, Donovan Mitchell, he had 37 against the Wizards and I covered the game. But Indiana's been my upstart team. Jalen Smith, a Maryland product, has found his way over there. I love Tyrese Halliburton. I always have. But Benedict Mathurin, it just goes to show you, you know, he's the eighth pick. Johnny Davis is finding his way. He's the tenth pick. Uh, Murray's doing really well out there. Some guys are doing this. Some guys are doing that. Cade Cunningham, he can't really seem to get it all going. Suggs, well, Benedict Matherin's a guy, an Arizona guy, that's proven that he was the eighth pick, that he's ready to go and ready to play. The Pacers, everyone thought they were, like, tanking, and they were going to take the year off, and they were going to reevaluate everything. They're the surprise for me. I think Atlanta's good. The Wizards are really, really talented and can score. They've got to get Beal on the court more. I love the real deal Beal. He's missed some games, but him, Kuzma, and KP can score. I just, if I had to go Celtics and Bucks right now, like I really would, I think the chalk plays there. But this Indiana team has really been interesting, you know, because Buddy Hill's there. And will Brooklyn ever get it together? This is a big month for them. 
and I'm praying and hoping for the Wizards because I love the organization and I'm lucky to be associated with them. But if they can get their bench and Rui back, they could be an X factor in this thing. I'm just not the Raptors have enough. And the Knicks seem to have a little bit of problems in the heat where the Butler plays. But I would take the chalk in the East. I would not take the chalk in the West. The West is just, there's some teams like the Pelicans and the Grizzlies that, Grizzlies won the second most games last year. I get to see the Clippers, the Kings with the Herder trade. And then you're talking about the Warriors being in whatever, sixth, seventh, race place. There are very few separations in the West. The East is a bigger, a bigger delta between them. The West, I would not take the chalk. We're talking to Jimmy Patsos here, uh, some basketball talk on this Thursday morning. Jimmy, right now you look at the odds, and it's it's pretty even uh, at the top for the MVP. It's early, but we're about a quarter way through the season. Giannis, Luka, Jason Tatum, who just continues to put up ridiculous point totals. Right now for you, if you had a vote, Giannis, Luka, Tatum, who would be your MVP? I would, real quick, I'd just go Jason Tatum. He's upped his game. They're winning. They get a lot of exposure. Luka had his run last year, and Giannis... We just kind of take for granted because he's so good and he has a championship. And, you know, will he get Middleton back? And all those questions are, are irrelevant because until you get to the you know playoffs. But I just think Jason Tatum is like, like surprising and taking that next step this year. Kind of like Embiid did last year. I thought Embiid should have won it. But this year I'm saying Jason Tatum. What about Devin Booker? I mean, you can find him at 35-1. to 1. The Suns have the best record in the West. We just saw him score 51 points in three quarters. Um, and then Chris Paul, he's banged up and older. I don't really think he's much of a factor. So Booker is really carrying this team. Why do you think there's so much value there? I mean, that's great value, 35-1. to 1. If you asked me, I thought it'd be 20-1. to 1. You know, that whole loss in Game 7 to Dallas, and you know this, Eric, could do weird you know, perception's reality. It's almost like they're old. Aiton tried to opt out. Why do you do that? And I don't know why. Yeah. You know, Monty Williams said he's back, and that's all that matters. You can't worry about the drama. It's like the Yankees with Aaron Judge. He's either coming back, which we hope he does, and everything's fine, or whatever happened in the offseason. But, but losing at home by 40 in a no contest to the Mavericks, just it kind of put this little cloud on them. Yet there they are again. 15 and 6, second most wins in the league. To have the most wins in the league, yes. You hear me and Chris Miller, who I work for, I always laugh. No one realizes the Grizzlies had the second most wins, but everybody knew the Suns had the most wins. But then they falter against Luke in a weird game seven. Aiden tries to opt out, and everybody's like, the Suns aren't any good. Well, I got my I got my ticket circled on December 27th. I'm going as, I'm not working the game. I'm going as a fan to watch them. And Booker's their best player. I like him at 35 to 1 if he can keep ascending. But, and you know this, you guys are based in Chicago and Aaron's in D.C. The media market of Phoenix has always been kind of a strange one, you know, unless you had Barkley or Steve Nash or somebody really electric personality. You just don't quite get as much notoriety as you should. You know, Boston's a mecca for media in the East Coast. And, you know, that's why the Joker winning in Denver to me was a really, you know, I know he's a great player and his numbers don't lie and he carried his team, but I was surprised he won it in that media market. So Booker might be a great play because his scoring is only going up. Like you said, the, the torch has been passed. It has to be him now. It can't be Chris Paul trying to get his only title story. This has to be about Booker taking over, and, it, and he's starting to, and they're going to keep winning. And like I said, after the Phoenix Suns, I, mean, I, I just – the way they opted out in the second round, losing in game seven, including me, is why I said I would bet the field and not them. 
On the other hand, in the East, yeah. I'll take the chalk in the Suns, I mean, the Celtics and the, and the Bucks. I would not take the chalk there, and I think that's what people feel, and that might hurt the voters for Booker, but, man, is he a good player. Jimmy, great stuff. We appreciate it. As always, we'll catch up again soon. Jimmy Patsos and the GetMyPhoenix.com. Guest on the Phoenix State Revolutionary Technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. We'll dive back into week 13 in the NFL next, right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by <coughs> BetMGM on the BetQL Network.